99.3 DAB, the home of international students. On Radio Nova. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Snakarik and Norsk. You are listening to Radio Nova. And in the studio with me, we have Sophie. Sophie, I don't know why I say your name like that. <laughs> Sophie. I like that. That was quite fun. <laughs> How are you guys? How are you today? I am doing good. A little bit of tough technical difficulties, but otherwise, mm-hmm. will it be will it be radio if there's no if there are no technical difficulties? Exactly, and that okay. is why we have the patience of a saint. Oh wow! Well, mm-hmm. Trust me. Well, it doesn't look like I have a patience of a saint when it's <laughs> happening. But we'll try. We try. We see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we're just gonna dive deep. Dive deep. Deep dive. I cannot deep dive. Deep dive. Dive deep. Dive. We're gonna deep okay. dive, dive dip into mm. the too hot takes subject that is sex. Um, words are not really wording right now, so please bear with me. But let's talk about it. So I have deep dived into duty sex, which is quite weird to deep dive into. Well. I really don't personally relate to it, but I'm a very mm. curious person. So I want to kind of know what people are going through, mm. especially when it comes to sex. I'm a very nosy person when it comes to like sex <laughs> lives. People who are willing to open up to me, tell me your stories. And it's also something about I feel like we need to talk more about, not just the good sex and the orgasms and like all the film missionary, all like the mm. glorified, no, uh, you know, like when you watch a sex seen in a film and there's like this lovely missionary loving whatever and then you just turn around and start talking right afterwards yeah there is no running to the toilet Mm -hmm. your mascara looks good Mm -hmm. and you're just chilling i'm I'm sorry there's so much body fluid fluiding around me that i just Mm -hmm. we need to take care of that first yep and that is what I want to talk about. Well, not the fluids, but like kind of the gross <laughs> and grim and dirty types of it. But before we do that, I want to start with the beginning because duty sex usually comes after you're in a relationship or after you've had the same sex partner for a couple of years, you know, like 10, 20, mm-hmm. 30 years. It starts becoming a chore. But it was not always like that because duty sex is something that that has and like your sex life has ended or you don't want sex that much as you used to before and that's why you feel like you have to because you Mm. used to and in the beginning it's love but in the beginning it's not just you it's the first time you guys kiss it's the first time you guys touch the first time you guys have sex the first time of everything Mm -hmm. and it's just that the butterflies like building up in your stomach and this is a chemical reaction it's not a chemical reaction but it's it is a reaction Mm -hmm. in your body and i find that fascinating because when you fall in love um your body is in an imbalance oxytocin dopamine and serotonin are often referred to our happy hormones when you're attracted to another person your brain releases dopamine and your serotonin levels increase and oxytocin is produced this causes you to feel a surge of positive emotion this is something that happens in your body this is something that you can Mm -hmm. you can draw blood one time and then after you like you've experienced all of this you draw your blood again and there's like a there's, there's a physical change 
That's crazy. I didn't know that. What is? Yeah, I had to Google. So I was like, what? What the fuck is serotonin? And like, I yeah. know, like everyone uses it yeah. and everyone talks about it, but how do you know? Yeah. How How do you know? How that do someone... they know that though? I know. Do they just get people to like have sex and then take the blood like shit yeah. after? Mm-hmm. So oh. basically, um, so this is not something that I've done research for today's episode, but I have looked into it. And there are some researchers who um, ask people to have sex in like an MRI machine yeah. and they monitor their brains as well and see mm-hmm. how like their brains react. And like people who are like in this experimental places where you like just take tests before, mm-hmm. during and after. And it's just that's crazy. Such a weird and fun yeah. place to be. I <laughs> love it. I love it. I would say I'm in a long-term relationship. So in like in a perspective of things, I am 23 and I've been in a relationship for like over four years. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's it's been long depending on like on my age and I do not yeah. reflect into this duty sex. And this is why I want to dip dive into it. And when you feel like you're in a fresh, because I, when you're grown up, um, you can be a grown up from when you're 20 years old to when you're 60 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's such a big age gap. So I'm going around telling people that, oh, wow, I am such a grown up. I'm like in this long, not long distance, but long relationship. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced a lot. And then you talk to an actual grown-up that I yeah. call them, like a, what, a 40, 50-year-old who's mm-hmm. been together with their significant others for like 25 years. Mm-hmm. And you know that you have so much to do, so, like so much left to learn. Yeah. You do not know any everything mm-hmm. when you're 20. So when they start talking about their relationships, do not judge. Because mm-hmm. I remember like jumping into the judgment feeling was like oh you're not in a happy relationship or you you need to change that. Me giving them advice as if... I have lived a longer <laughs> life than them. So it's all about patience and learning. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's easy to assume that when you're like a young adult or like, you know, in your 20s or whatever, that you are in the, this is in quotation marks, best mm. period of your life. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be why you sort of prioritise maybe like your experience of sex life over like an older person's experience of sex life because you know you're younger and that's what's kind of glamorized especially in like porn and tv shows and sex scenes and movies and stuff it's always kind of younger people that you see mm, yeah that so, is yeah, very true i get that also um not to what is it called uh air my people's lo- dirty laundry out <laughs> up in the live radio but <laughs> <laughs> I never, because I like, these people are the same age as my parents, like maybe even older as well. And they're out here talking about their active sex lives, which I have really, to be fair, when I'm not thinking about it, I really don't care. Like, tell mm. me all the lovely stories that you have. But then when I think about that, you are the same age as my mom. I probably do not want to, st- no. I do not think that old people, when I say, oh, oh my God. I will be grilled. I will be cancelled. Wow, do not listen to this if you're 50 years old. <laughs> I don't feel like you guys are old, but you get what I mean. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, older people. Older, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the words were not wording right there. But yeah, mm-hmm. I just 
You don't think about it. Yeah. I do not actively think about it. I'm not one of those mm-hmm. people who think about it. Yeah. And lately, I'm just like, I don't want to think that my parents no. do it. I don't want to think about them doing it, but I, w- I would like to think that they are still doing it. Do you know what I mean? No. Because, <laughs> no, I don't want to know the details. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Oh my God, this is going to sound really strange. But I hope that when I'm my parents' age, I'm still having sex. Is what I mean. Yeah, same. Yeah, Girl, same. I want. I want to be eighty and thriving. Yes, I don't so, want like, to good think... for them if they are. Don't want to know about it though. Don't want to know. <laughs> do not want to hear. Don't. I don't want details. <laughs> Listen, I don't even want the hint of you guys doing it. We're fine. Yeah. We're good. I'm good. Yeah, that's enough. So that's enough. That is enough. And with that, me rowing my boat everywhere in this section, let's have a little break, collect our minds, and go deep dive into duty sex. Can't speak Norwegian? We've got you covered on Snack Norse. It's international students. Hello! Welcome back to Snack Norse. You are listening to Ollie and Sophie in the studio chatting about sex. And I've collected myself now. That's good. I, I feel like I'm, I'm happy for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love. Okay, so we are jumping right into duty sex. So before I go into the explanation that a uh, a professional counselor has drafted for me, because I do not want to twist any words, mm. what do you feel duty sex is? Well, I actually didn't know this term before we just spoke about the intro a little bit mm. but from what i'm grasping from what we spoke about before it's like i don't know maybe like if you're in a marriage or a long-term relationship or something and it's like sort of sex as a chore instead of sex as pleasure maybe mm. is that right no I feel like with this subject because there's nothing really quaint yeah um into this this is just something that i literally googled in my mind be like yeah. what is this duty sex okay i've let's... actually not heard that no one has really at, heard at about before. it yeah. and this is why i feel like we need to talk about it more mm. often because it's very normal yeah. and especially like talking or going into articles that talk about it they're not really they're very like vague very out there and like there's no specific research done to it it's just something that counselors and therapists and psych not psychiatrists but psychologists talk mm-hmm. about because it, they do like counseling for pairs or marriage people and that really does come along but there's mm-hmm. not really a lot about it and I feel like that is one of the things that we need to talk about so um, before we deep dive I do want to talk about so in Michelle's May's blog she talks all about duty sex Michelle Mays is a licensed professional counselor and expert in treating sexual betrayal and trauma um, so this is her quote on it. Duty sex is a sexual interaction shift from an enjoyable expression of play, connection, intimacy and togetherness to a uh, divisive issue that creates dread and turns sex into a duty undertaken as an obligation or to avoid feelings or guilt of obligation. Typically, this dynamic evolves when one partner desires or pursues sex more frequently than the other the lower desire partner can begin to react 
to the sense of pressure resulting from being sexually pursued by losing their connection to their own sexual desire and instead becoming preoccupied with a reactive to the pursuing partner's sexual desire. Mm. That was okay. a mouthful. A lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about how do you feel about that? How how's that like digested with you from the first yeah. time you've heard it into a professional kind of putting mm-hmm. into words? Well it was kind of like along the lines of what I was thinking. Mm, yeah. It's interesting about the like about the libido thing mm. because I think that's about this all the time because I'm also in <laughs> a long-term relationship, right? All right, calm. I've yeah, I've been with my partner for three years now, yeah. um, and like it is quite like that though. Like it's there's always like one person that's kind of like have a higher libido than the other, and I feel like it's like never on the same level. Well, rarely, maybe. It's interesting like that this is like actually a coined term now because I do always wonder what it is that like makes that happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we're all humans and mm-hmm. we're all wired differently. And talking into the clinical-based terms of women versus men, mm. we react to things differently and... Going into like the technicality of spontaneous desire and responsive desire. So before I dive deep into this, so um, spontaneous desires come from just just a thought of a sexual act coming in your head. You could be in the library, you could be at church, you could be at school and you'd be like, oh, I mm. really, really want to have sex while responsive desire is more of you get aroused by touching Mm -hmm. so i feel like in a lot of relationships and also men are 85 percent spontaneous desire people Mm -hmm. while women are only 15 percent so it's like you can see the big gap between I feel like that's where duty sex can also come in through a longer time because you don't really touch your partner Mm -hmm. maybe because you're too busy. You have work, you have kids at this point in your life, you have laundry, you need to take care of the house, you need to Mm -hmm. clean, fold, you need to wash the dishes. There's so much piling up that the act of sex or even having fun is not really a priority right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it kind of sneaks into your life. Yeah. So it's kind of making it a priority. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I do get that. I do get that because I um I have been in a long distance relationship actually with my partner for about three years, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of out of mind, out of sight for me because yeah. if I don't see him, if he doesn't touch me, it's not that I'm going around. <laughs> it's not that I forget <laughs> that I have a whole ass boyfriend. Yeah. But if he doesn't really like touch me or like give me the attention that I need mm-hmm. to uh, go into like that sexual thought process, yeah. I'll just forget about it. I'll just be like living my life. Yeah. While he's more like, oh, how are you? <laughs> I was thinking about you today. And yeah. I was like, oh, thanks. And that is literally it. But while he was meaning a little bit more sexual. Yeah. So I think it's more of like a communication. Yeah. I mean, communication and that's interesting relating to what you said about like the percentages of between the different responses like guys are Mm. so much higher I mean that always makes me curious because I mean it's obvious that guys are typically more like you know sexually inclined than women but then I always wonder why is that like a genetic thing is it biological thing or is it like a social thing I think is that I did not go into this as deep but I 
I feel like it's just how you're born or maybe like how people are wired. And also, I feel like it's your imagination as well Mm -hmm. because I, when I'm in, when I'm doing something, I'm not really thinking about anything else because now I'm on the radio. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about this and nothing else where I can find like my boyfriend just drifting away in his mind. Right. So I think maybe that has also how you think and how you've grown up and a little bit of the biological things in there. Mm -hmm. But it's very interesting because I never knew this term of spontaneous and um, responsive Mm -hmm. because that kind of... It kind of made me feel that I know myself better because, mm-hmm. you know, like in films, I feel like <laughs> I, I talk a lot about film, but I'm, I used to be a film major. Mm-hmm. But in like chick flicks and rom-coms, it's always the guys who are initiating sex. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're go-getters. We're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Well, they have to romance. And this is also where foreplay comes in. Mm-hmm. The guys need to do the foreplay because they already have that in their mind. Yeah. Women are like, you need to kiss me. It doesn't even have to be that like intense, but you need to kiss me, you need to touch me, you need to show yeah. me affection. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Okay. Um, so, I was speaking to my boyfriend about this uh, because... <laughs> <laughs> no filter and he asked me this very intriguing question that i'm going to ask you now okay (laughs) so if you're in this relationship okay so picture the scenario you're living out in the suburbs Mm -hmm. you have a house you have a mortgage you have Mm -hmm. a full-time job you have two kids emma and bob (laughs) (laughs) i never Uh, name my kids that (laughs) i will never (laughs) anyways i'm so sorry for any emma's and bob's that's not the point (laughs) emma and bob and you have a little dog called pesco right okay so you need to bathe, clean, feed the dogs and the, and the children. You need to go to work. You need to do the laundry. You need to wash the house. You need to have a social life. Mm-hmm. You need you have like this last minute, whatever, call, whatever at work in the evening. Mm-hmm. And you still feel like in that checklist of yours, you have to have sex with your husband because you've not touched your husband for about a month because you've been too occupied it's not because you don't love them Mm -hmm. but you just it's not it's not a priority right now but you think but it's coming up to the priority list because it's becoming a little bit too 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 much um is it okay then for the husband who has not had sex for a month or two whatever to go out and cheat no of course not (laughs) (laughs) why is this a trick question no no really we actually went in because you could go into an open relationship. Mm-hmm. So cheating is kind of whatever you think or however you yeah. put that word into or open up your relationship to be like, I don't have the time for sex right now. Yeah. Let's open up our relationship. Well, I think if that was, well, that's different, obviously. If it's yeah, been a yeah, pre-arranged thing, mm. then yeah, sure thing. Go but do not it. to cheat. But not if it's not been discussed, no. Because I think like, Sex is obviously like a huge part of a relationship, but it's not the defining factor. Mm. And I think that's especially with guys, and I'm not trying to stereotype here, but we've just spoke to statistics, so you know, um, especially with guys, like it is a sort of like defining factor sometimes for mm. s- for some guys. Um, but there's just so many other things that should be prioritized in a relationship, not necessarily over sex, but in line with sex too so just because you're not getting one thing doesn't mean you go out and ruin the entire relationship you know i get what you mean that's kind of where i'm at with that 
Yeah, <laughs> I get that. I feel like that is a food for thought for the listeners. And while thinking about this question, have a nice time listening to the next music popping up.